What's going on everyone? Blake Neiman here with some more local basketball reporting and the boys and girls basketball teams were each faced with challenges at the end of this week with the number one ranked 4A girls your Philomath Warriors taking on the number one 5A girls basketball team who happens to be right next to us in the Corvallis Spartans in a highly anticipated matchup. Corvallis buried five three-pointers in the first quarter but the Warriors trailed just 17-15 to through the first 8 minutes, with junior Sage Kramer scoring 11 of Philomath's points in the first quarter. But Kramer did get into foul trouble, which kept her on the bench throughout the majority of the second. And that, that allowed the Spartans to hit more three-pointers, and they hit three more trays in the second, building up a 37-28 to lead at the break. Kramer, Mia Rust, and Haley Couture did all of the scoring for the Warriors in the third, outscoring the Spartans on a 15-6 run that tied the game up 43-43 going into the final quarter. Crunch time now with 50 seconds left. The Warriors were down by two. Corvallis was shooting one and one. They missed the first free throw, though, but it ended up taking a terrible bounce away from Warriors in position to make a play, ending up in the hands of the Spartans, who were then fouled immediately, ultimately allowing them to hang on for the five-point victory in the Warriors' first loss of the season. Kramer finished with 21 points in the game despite getting into foul trouble early. Had her foul trouble not held her out, this game may have turned out in a different way. It's a tough game, and Kramer continues to perform at a consistent level, so that is what it is all about. All I have to say about that, she she's amazing, and she performs consistently at a great level. It's just this is a very good Kravos team, sharp, sharp shooting from the outside, and th- this was a tough competitive game, and I thought the Warriors performed well. And they did all they could to try and stay in the game. And they were in it at the end, down by two with 50 seconds left. Do they get that rebound? They, Kramer sets something up, gets, gets something inside. They get another stop potentially for the game. And uh, it just happened to be a turn, for a, different, turn for a different circumstance. And that's just how basketball is sometimes. As far as the boys, as far as the boys, they were taking, looking to break their longest losing streak in recent history and get back on track to finish their season strong and keep that minimal playoff hope alive. The Warriors got off to a good start with a 16-7 lead by the end of the first quarter with four three-pointers, two of which came by Dylan Olsen, stepping up nicely into his senior leadership role. However, the Outlaws did not let the Warriors break away like last time as they were met as they stayed within a 8-point uh, distance going into the break. But the Warriors came out and built up a 12-point cushion in the early minutes of the third to try and extend away. But the Outlaws would continue to put pressure on the Warriors offensively, consistently having an answer to the Warriors offense and defense. But the Warriors would manage to slip away from the Outlaws by just 7 after previously wiping them out by 25 earlier in the season. Mike Lundy led the way once again with 21 points, while Cole, while Cole Matthews scored a double in double digits with 12. The main reason why this game was so much closer than last game for the Warriors was because of the fouls in the second half. Both teams combined for a whopping 24 fouls in just the second half alone. With this physical high foul game, came yet another time a performance being cut short due to foul trouble. May has now fouled out in three of the past four games for the Warriors, leaving Chad Russell needing to step up in this place, especially in this game, which with May only scoring one point. 
Luckily, Russell stepped up into that role and scored 12 points to contribute well and show his capability to hold things together while May is absent. May definitely needs to get back on track with his, uh, trying to st- be mindful of his fouling to help his team and stay in these games that he so that he can be the incredible scorer that he is and the and pres- the presence that he can be at the forward position in this offense. But he's got to be able to stay on the floor. And when you get into foul trouble and then you come back in and you foul again, and then you ultimately get fouled out, that's just that hurts your team a lot. And they need May on the floor, definitely. And that would have helped probably keep them in some of these game that's, games that they've lost. But if he continues to stay on the floor, I can almost guarantee that they will win out. And uh, so May just needs to clean up on his fouls and get back into his rhythm of scoring. Like he showed early in the season, dropping 20 points. 16 points, 18 point performances that we like to normally see out of him and take some of this pressure off of Lundy and uh, now Matthews trying to make it happen on the guards and still show that presence in the paint with Chad and make with with the 6-6 forwards at the 4 and 5 spot, Chad and Ty and that's going to be, that's just such a dominant big 2 and when they're both healthy and in the game and not in foul trouble, it's a scary sight to see. And really, the Warriors are unstoppable when they're when they have that presence in dominance. So, hopefully, May can stay out of foul trouble, healthy, and these big two can rejoin forces once again. Thank you for watching. Hope you all enjoyed the take, and I'll see you all in the next one on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Have a great day.